What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Cool Colas here, and you are now tuning into a new episode of the Pro Black Blurred Kingdom Podcast. On today's episode, I will now be doing the second episode of Allspice for the first season. So, once again, for those of you all who are tuning in, this is Allspice Season 1, Episode 2. Before I get into the story of what happened, I want to give you all a brief summary or a recap of what happened in the previous episode so you know where we left off. Last time on Allspice, we discussed the background story to some extent of Kalisha, who was a young girl that at a flea market stole a bracelet. The bracelet that she stole ended up giving her these mysterious powers, and they were activated when a group of thugs or gangsters came to her home, killed her father, assaulted her mother, and chased her and her sister up to her bedroom. That's where she the the bracelet first called out to her to some extent, and gave her her powers, where her eyes were glowing in a gold color and she was able to release these fire abilities. There then was a small scene where she was walking to her apartment, speaking to some of the neighbors, and then went into her home that was filled with a lot of different clothing items and things like that. And then all of a sudden, the bracelet spoke to her. She was wowed by the fact that a bracelet was actually speaking to her, and... The bracelet introduced himself as the presence. So, we are now continuing from that point where she actually spoke with this bracelet who introduced himself as the presence. Kalisha looked at the bracelet with great concern after hearing it speak to her and said, The presence? This deep, masculine, Jamaican accent voice spoke once more from the bracelet. The presence said, that's right, Kalisha. Kalisha then said, okay, you're freaking me out right now. Who are you and how do you know my name? The presence then said, I have known your name now for over 13 years, girl. I have watched you grow and develop and harness your powers. I have even stepped in for you when I felt you most needed me to help you harness those powers from within. I've seen you fight off your enemies and protect your city and those who you love valiantly. Until now, I have chosen to stay silent and I am what you would refer to as a calling. Kalisha then said, a calling? So you are the one responsible for my powers? The presence then said, yes, Kalisha, I live and exist in the bracelet that you hold. That's known as the heirloom of decor. Kalisha then said, I can't believe I'm talking to a bracelet right now. I must be going psycho. The presence then said, no, this is your reality. Allow me to further explain the day you stole from that flea market when you were a little girl was the day that you were first called into your destiny you may believe that as a little girl it was your choice to steal this bracelet but the truth is your energy was innately drawn to its presence i chose you in return 
Kalisha then said, this is some freaky shit. The presence responded. I need you to have some belief and put your emotions aside when I say this, Kalisha. With harnessing this heirloom comes a responsibility and consequences. Kalisha then says, so I'm being punished for so-called fate then? That seems kind of backwards. The presence then said, no more than is the story of life and how you are subjected to its obstacles the minute you are born. As I was saying, the heirloom comes with a responsibility. You have to protect it and allow it to manifest within you in a way that is most conducive to whom your spirit is. You are a woman of great zest, passion, and fire from within. Your presence is felt and can be weaponized. That is why the power of fire resonates within you from your soul. However, I come to you to inform you that you will be involved in a dangerous chase soon. Kalisha then said, a dangerous chase? Okay, Mr. Presence, why are you now telling me this, man? The Presence then said, I've been testing to see how worthy you were, but now you are in danger. There are other heirlooms with callings inside, much like myself, that exist all over the planet. A total of seven to be exact. There are some dark individuals chosen by heirlooms to lead in their own way, and they are on the hunt for these other heirlooms. Kalisha then said, are you saying I will be hunted soon? The presence took a minute and then said, not you per se, but they are hunting your heirloom and they will murder you to get it. I suggest you collect the other heirlooms for yourself as those who are chosen by one have the power to harness them all. Kalisha then said, what kind of power does the harnesser of all heirlooms get exactly? The president said they get a wish of their choice granted to them. Right now, though, we need to focus on getting you 100% ready for this chase and to get those heirlooms before anyone else can. And I know where the location of the closest heirloom is. Kalisha said while putting her hand on her hip. And where is that? The presence stated, based on my census, I detect its presence is in New York City in the States. But who possesses it is a mystery to me. Kalisha then responded and said, New York City. I've always wanted to go there since I was a little girl. I thought maybe I could get my fashion career started there. But those opportunities never came for a poor Jamaican girl like myself. The presence then said, it's not too late to make that your reality, Kalisha. Before you leave, though, you will need training. I know you won't be fond of this, but it needs to be stated. You have to leave your mother behind and go to New York City eventually. Kalisha then said, are you crazy? I can't leave my mother behind. She needs me. My sister is gone too, and you can't, and she can't take care of her. The presence then said, the world needs you too, Kalisha. You need to get ahead of this situation before it gets ahead of you. Kalisha stood there mystified, not knowing what to say, not knowing what to do. But all she could do was think back to a time where understanding that her family needed her 
was the most prevalent thing in her mind and how it applies to the conversation she's having with the presence at this moment. A flashback began from about a year ago around this time. A group of seven thugs all wearing green bandanas around their heads or their necks broke into someone's home and it happened to be that of a young Jamaican man, his wife, and his two girls. The man quickly pulled out a bat and he told the gang members to get back. He was yelling, get back, get back. And he stood in front of his family. As they entered in more, he then said, what do you think you're doing breaking into my home, man? Get out, all of you, get out. The leader of this gang stood there. He was a tall, muscular, brown-skinned, bald Jamaican man with a bandana on and a gap in the front of his tooth. He had a menacing smile on his face. The leader of the gang nodded his head to the left as if to signal the members behind him to begin wrecking the place around them. Many of them had bats and crowbars of their own in their hands to cause damage as the leader edged near. The father told his wife and kids to run. He sig- Well, he signaled them to run. When they did, the leader punched the man in the face and knocked him to the ground, then jumped on him and began punching him repeatedly. Three of the other gang members chased the wife and the children throughout the house. All of a sudden, Kalisha walked through the door in her all-spice costume. The door was already broken down, so it wasn't very difficult for her to enter. Kalisha then said, Frenzy Jr., when will you ever learn that you and the hurricane can't do this in my city? Frenzy got up off the man who was on the ground. And all the men stopped as well, too, that were helping him. Frenzy Jr. then said, when are you going to learn that Kingston is ruled by the hurricane allspice? Get her now, y'all. Three of the gang members charged at Kalisha. One had a bat in his hand, but Kalisha ducked when he swung at her and she roundhouse kicked him in return. Another swung a crowbar at Kalisha, but he missed too. She elbowed him in the face and then side kicked him in the, in the face to knock him to the ground. Then another one pulled a knife out on her, then swung at Kalisha. He swung wildly twice and missed both times. The third time he nicked the sleeve portion of her costume, but didn't penetrate through her skin. Kalisha then said, you put a rip in my costume. I worked hard to make this. Now I'm going to have to hurt you. Kalisha's eyes temporarily glowed a gold color and she created a fireball with her hands. She threw it at the gangster and it made direct contact with his body, burning him profusely and throwing him back so that his body hit the wall behind him and he was unconscious. Kalisha then said, leave these people's home now, Frenzy. Frenzy Jr. then said in return, and what are you going to do to stop me, All Spice? Kalisha then said this. She swung on Frenzy, but he caught her arm. He held her there and kicked her in the stomach, knocking her to the ground. Kalisha got back up and tried to kick him a few times, but he blocked all of her kicks. He then went for a swing on her, but she ducked and and she ended up uppercutting him in return. Frenzy Jr. was temporarily thrown off guard. 
He then tried to kick her again, but or she tried to kick him again. I'm sorry, but Frenzy grabbed her leg. Kalisha swung her other leg and kicked him in the face, knocking him off balance and on the ground. Kalisha then said, you are just as evil as your father was as she was looking at him. Frenzy Jr. responded, my father would have killed you the same way he killed your father. Kalisha grew angry and her eyes began to glow gold again. She had two fireballs in her hand. She then said, don't you ever speak about my father, you heartless thug. All of a sudden, Frenzy's three other henchmen walked down the stairs with each of them holding a hostage. Each of them had knives, knives in their hands and they were holding it up to the throats of the three people they were chasing, the wife of the Jamaican man and then the two children. Frenzy started to slowly get back up as they came from downstairs, from upstairs. He then said, call me whatever the fuck you want. The hurricane will not be fucked with around here. Now I suggest you leave us or I will kill them all where they stand and bring back some memories for you. Kalisha was growing angrier by the minute, but eventually she looked and saw the fear that was in the eyes of the children, the fear that was in the eyes of the wife and the weakened position that the husband happened to be in. And she couldn't bear to see what happened back in the day when the same thing happened to her. She calmed down and she did it at the risk of not hurting the man and his family. And her eyes stopped glowing that gold color. She put her golden fireballs away too. Frenzy let go of the man and then he ordered his henchmen to let go of the wife and kids. He walked away with some valuable jewelry of theirs. He stopped before leaving with his two men who were still up and then he talked to Kalisha again and said, this ain't over, Frenzy. And, she, and Kalisha said, this ain't over, Frenzy. Frenzy Jr. said, it is today. And then he walked away. Later that night, Kalisha got to her mother's house and opened the door. Khadijah was downstairs and she was finishing some dishes. Kalisha was clearly very tired. And she was still in her allspice costume. She walked in and she greeted her sister. Hey. Khadijah then said, where have you been at? With an attitude. Kalisha, who was put off by her sister's attitude, double took and said, saving Kingston, which you already knew. Um, how's mom? Khadijah then said, why don't you go upstairs and see for yourself? And then Kalisha responded, okay. And then she walked away. She double took at her sister and made a look. She then spoke to herself as she was walking upstairs and said, baby sis got a real bad attitude problem. I don't know what's up with that. All of a sudden, Kalisha got upstairs and opened the door to her mother's room. She walked in and she saw her mother laying on the bed and it was dark. She quietly opened the door. 
And then she spoke in a soft tone. Mama? Mama? Her mother, Angelia, responded. I don't want any company. Please leave my room, child. Kalisha responded. I just came to check on you, Mama. Are you and Khadijah okay? And then Angelia responded again. You girls are a pain in the ass, I tell you. When I say I want to be left alone, that means I want to be left alone by anyone and everyone. Kalisha then said, but mama, I'm concerned about you. Angelia sat up while they were both just sitting here still in the dark. Kalisha was standing by the door and Angelia was in her bed and it was very dark. She then took a second and looked at Kalisha and it was clear on her face that she was extremely angry before she responded. Girl, I'm not going to tell you again. Get your black ass out of my room. You and your sister work my last nerves, child. Kalisha then responded and said, All right, mama, I'll leave you alone. Angelia didn't really say anything back. She just laid back down after Kalisha began to leave. And then Kalisha, who was now afraid to anger her mother any further, left the door ajar. But it only angered her more. Angelia then said, close the fucking door, girl. It is not that hard. So Kalisha closed the door all the way after her mother yelled at her. When Kalisha got back downstairs, she saw her sister finishing up. She then said to her sister Khadijah, well, mama seems to be in a good mood. Khadijah responded and said, tell me about it. It's been a decade and that woman don't want to do nothing but lay around and throw tantrums. Kalisha became spaced out. She just looked around and started reminiscing and thinking about what really happened. And then she vocalized it to her sister. Whatever happened to mama? It's as if the person who raised us in our childhood is gone. We basically raised our damn selves, Khadijah. Khadijah then responded to her and it was clear that she was very angry in her response as well, too. She then said, open your eyes, Kalisha. You know exactly why she's like that. Let's face it. Our mama is a good for nothing. She don't cook. She don't clean. And she barely can hold a job because of her damn attitude. Today was proof of that. I'm sick of picking up the slack around here while she lays in bed and you get praise from Kingston and you're never around to to help me out. Kalisha then said, how did this become about me, Khadijah? And then Khadijah said, you know what? Never mind. I'll see you whenever the hell you decide to show up again. Khadijah grew very angry once again she dropped the towel that she was drying the dishes with on the kitchen countertop and she walked away from the kitchen area angry Kalisha just stood there after her sister walked away from her and said on that note I think I am going to go home too much drama is going on and I can't do it tonight Kalisha walked out and closed the door and the flashback ended 
Kalisha was looking back at the presence through the necklace and thought about everything that was said. And now, once again, y'all, we're talking she, and back in 2010 when she first found out that the presence could speak to her from the, from the, from the bracelet. I said the, for, I said the necklace earlier, so I apologize, the bracelet. Kalisha then said, if I leave right now, you will protect Kingston. Who will protect Kingston and my family? The presence then said, if you don't leave, it will be the end of you and the world. You know it's the right thing to do, Kalisha. Now, we're going to flash forward to the year 2017, specifically December the 1st of 2017. It was cold and it was snowing and she was walking around in New York City. Kalisha had on a green coat and had fur on the back, on the hood specifically. And she also had on a scarf, a black scarf. She had on black leggings and she had some wheat color boots on. Kalisha, as she was walking down the street, happened to be in Jamaican Queens. And she was having a conversation with the presence. She then said to him, as cold as it is in New York City, maybe I should use the allspice fire so I don't freeze my ass off in this damn city. The presence then said, you're supposed to use your powers for protection, not as a source of heat or leisure, Kalisha. Kalisha then responded and said, I know, I know. Chill out, presence. I got this power thing down. I know what the rules are. You explained it to me a hundred times, and I get it. We went through this during the training. And then the presence said, after years of training, you are right, Kalisha. Now, let's put our focus on finding out who is hunting the next heirloom and where it's at. Kalisha responded and said, wait, but I thought... You are the presence. Isn't your whole thing all about detecting another presence or something like that? The presence responded. Unfortunately, my separation from the other heirlooms inhibited my ability to detect presences. So my ability to detect them goes in and out. Maybe now that we are here. I can be more of assistance now that I am closer to the next heirlooms. But regardless, these types of situations happen to work themselves out one way or another. Trust me when I say I have experience with this. Kalisha happened to walk into a coffee shop. The coffee shop was called the Link Cafe and Bakery. When she walked in, she looked around and she was in this very small, very quiet, for the most part, coffee shop. And there only happened to be a small group of people that were in the far left corner. The floors were wood. The tables were wooden as well, too. It was clearly that it was clear that it was a hole in the wall. It was very nice. But at the same time, it was also very um, small. So it was a nice hole in the wall, but it was it was small. And you could tell that it was well taken care of, but it wasn't anything major. So when she walked in, she went up to the counter. And she looked at the menu. A black Jamaican woman 
who happened to be the barista at the shop had on a green apron and a black sweater over um, underneath it she walked up but she didn't say a word to Kalisha Kalisha actually spoke to her and said hello the barista who clearly had an attitude said can I help you Kalisha looked at her noticing that she had an attitude and tried to ignore it but she she knew that that something was up Kalisha then said um let me get a mocha latte tall the barista started ringing her up and at the end of it she said that will be six dollars and 89 cents Kalisha gave the barista seven dollars and she hesitated for a second as did the barista she looked at her and said you want your change ma'am and Kalisha said uh yeah the barista rolled her eyes and gave Kalisha her change Kalisha took the change got her coffee and walked away when she sat down she spoke to the presence the barista stared at Kalisha with a look of irritation as she walked away Kalisha sat in the in the corner herself about two tables down from that same group of people who were there when she had walked in she spoke to the presence again with her attitude I need a refund you know all of a sudden Kalisha pulled out her phone and began looking at a list of individuals who could be the suspect to the next heirloom it was clear that her and the presence had worked together and done some digging to try to figure out who this next individual or who this individual was that was holding the heirloom the presence then said the heirloom that i sense is called the heirloom of chords it involves the element of sound it can be powerful and captivating just like the heirloom of decor but also just as destructive in its own right kalisha then said interesting she sat there for a minute and began humming to herself a song that was stuck in her head all of a sudden a brown-skinned black jamaican girl with a long with long green colored braids and a black pea coat came up to her she had deep brown eyes and a rather extroverted personality and she also had multiple piercings in one of her ears she then said girl were you just talking to yourself Kalisha who was a combination of startled that a random stranger just came up to her to talk to her and also confused as to why she was in her business said yeah I was the girl then said well shoot as long as you ain't answering back that's all that matter now you ain't crazy anyway me and my crew over here about to have a rap battle we trying to get an unbiased party to be the judge on who's better you mind coming over to our table and helping us out the minute that Kalisha heard this she kind of paused and you know thought about this for a minute and the presence chimed in as she was taking her a couple seconds to think and he quickly said only you can hear me Kalisha you might as well go over there with them this could be a link to our next heirloom potentially so this new woman had no idea that the presence could speak or was speaking to Kalisha and 
Kalisha responded and said, Yeah, I'll be over there to see what y'all got. Trying to see y'all skills and whatnot. Y'all better be fired too, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the girl then responded and said, See, I already like you, girl. I see the fire in you already. What's your name? Kalisha responded and said, My name is Kalisha. And you? The girl said, My name is Tiana. Around here, though, they call me Trap Queen. Kalisha then said, All right, Trap Queen, let's see what you and your crew got. I'm ready for it. To be continued. All right, y'all. So this was the end of episode two, season one of All Spice. I wanted to make sure that I put out the continuation from the first episode and get it to you all in time. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys kind of got an idea of where this story is going and are able to follow all of the characters. So I just wanted to kind of prepare you all, everybody who's been listening, that I'm going to try to put out different comic series as I go along. So, yeah, you all heard All Spice and you I think you've heard Glister at this point or you should have if you're going in order for this for the stuff that I put out. But I'm going to try to put out other series as well, too, because the idea here is that I want to focus on world building and I want to show and exemplify to you all that all of these little comics that I'm that, that I'm creating, like these comic storylines are all um intertwining with one another so like a like again the world building concept just um i want to show that there are a lot of different stories that are all kind of going on and taking place at the same time so anyway y'all once again i hope you all enjoyed this episode there will be a lot more to come in the near future so be sure to stay tuned i'll catch y'all later and i hope y'all have a good rest of y'all day Peace.